uh, it's time for your education, Sarah. So you very kindly made us uh, some slides, which I'm going to bring up for you now. Uh, here we go. There we go. And uh, yeah, I'll just hand over to you. Thanks. So I was a teacher for eight years and I never used PowerPoint. So, and I think it's great in this presentation. Um, so something I get asked a lot by brides, particularly at wedding fairs, is how do you wear a hair vine? And so I've kind of got some photos to show you how you can wear it in terms of a, an aesthetic thing. And then I've got some tips um, for the practical, how do you actually put them in your hair? So um, I'm just gonna click through. So, um, one of the most popular ways is around the back of your head, which sounds absolutely ridiculous because why would you want something at the back of your head? But as I say to brides, people are watching you walk down the aisle and so they will be looking at that while you're saying your vows. It's quite handy to have it around there. Um, and you can also fit them around veils as well, which is great. Um, here's another one around the back where we styled the hair to kind of match the flow of the hair vine as well. So that's something to take into consideration. Um, another way to wear them is to one side and they look really pretty to one side as well. Um, I quite like designing sort of asymmetric pieces where there's a bit more bulk on one side to the other. Um, and that looks really good then if you've got your hair swept to one side and then the accessory in the other, that works really well. And then the classic styling it around an updo, they're very flexible so they can be weaved into things, they can be twisted around uh, buns and chignon. Um, so there's quite a bit you can do with it in that sense. I think I've got one more. Um, I'm so lucky that I have beautiful friends to pose for me. So, <laughs> so um, you can wear them across your forehead, which is quite good if you're going for like a boho or rustic wedding. And also you can wear them across your head like a hairband. Um, so they're very versatile in that sense. And I think, James, that's the last of my slides. So um, cool, yeah. Click that off. For you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Take that off now and I'll come back. Um, so um, on a practical note, in terms of getting them into your hair, I always get asked, especially on Etsy, where I, I do have a few bits and pieces, is how do they stay in your hair? So um, I've got some examples here. Um, I don't know if you can actually see that. My my resolution's not very good. Um, they have a little hole at the end, a little loop. And with that loop, you just put some little bobby pins in and pin it in. Or you could put some ribbon on the ends and then tie it around your hair, which is particularly good if you're using it. Um, as more of a tiara style thing. Um, so that's quite handy. The other thing I advise is sectioning grips like these. Um, and you can actually have your hair vine wired onto those so that they stay in. It's great for short haired girls like me because it's gonna stay in. Um, and my last one, I guess, is if you're having something quite bulky on there, I tend to put some vintage brooches and things in them sometimes, is to have it wired onto a hairpin and that will have greater hold in your hair. And if you're having something made bespoke, then you can obviously decide all those things. But if you've already bought something and you're not sure how to work it, it's quite easy to wire it up. So somebody will be able to help. I hope that's some help. <laughs> Cool. Right. So, guys, <laughs> any ideas of questions you think brides and grooms 
Ah, mostly brides. Should be asking Sarah um, before sort of commissioning a bespoke hairpiece like that. Can I ask, I mean, how, where do you get your ideas from, Sarah, for creating these different pieces? So, um, I get a lot of my ideas from nature. So, I like to design things that've got a bit of a floral element. Um, also, a bit of art deco as well. Um, so I did a collection that had a lot of sort of um, structure to it, a lot of metal in it. Um, and also, I think when I when I work with bride, I pick up on on her personality and things like that. So a lot of things come from my brides. Um, so the things they like, colours they like, and it just flows from there. Um, also details from the dresses. So when I'm working with my brides, we have a look at their wedding dress and uh, we pick out little bits from that, pick out colours from that as well. And that starts the whole process from there. Sarah, I love I love your work. I've been looking at it and it's got some beautiful pieces. Um, but I was interested in how you can kind of help brides and perhaps grooms as well to incorporate family heirloom pieces or kind of... Um, yeah, maybe from grandparents or parents, something special that they want to have with them on their wedding day? Yeah, yeah. So um, I do, when I when I work with brides, um, I can get their sort of like brooches, particularly into hair pieces. So I have created some hair vines. Um, I don't have any examples today, unfortunately. Um, but I, I have created hair vines where we use the brooch as the central feature. And mm -hmm. then I build the vine around that. So we take details out of the brooch and we sort of make it look like a complete piece. I do have a tiara, a good old tiara, um, where it's got a vintage brooch on the side, it's not very clear. Um, and so I've just worked that onto the band and then picked out details from the brooch and pulled that through. So it's a really nice way of having your something old in your hair piece. Mm. I also do some brooch bouquets as well. And with that, um, I put like, broken watches from grandparents and things in the middle with the time set to the wedding so all these little quirky details um and I had a lovely comment from one bride that said she felt that her grandparents were with her on the day and that just broke my heart because I was like oh that's just what I wanted so um yeah it's really nice to be able to put something personal in I think that's the beauty of sort of having something custom made because mm. it's completely you and I love the fact that it'll be treasured and hopefully passed down to, to the next generation in years to come. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Sarah, like, um, we had this joke the other day, didn't we, that every time I put something in my hair, it falls out. But, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um, but if a bride... If a bride um, wanted to incorporate something like this, and I think the heirloom idea, that's thats just blown it out of the park, really. That's incredible. Um, I, I'm, I'm massive on that kind of stuff. I love it. Um, so anything that can be handed down uh, through the family, I, I really treasure. My grandpa's a big one for giving us little trinkets and things from his life, and uh, you know we value those very highly. Um, yeah. But a bride who's thinking about doing this, what's the process in terms of, obviously, she has to find a hairdresser, um, then they have to have hair trials, um, mm -hmm. and then try to incorporate something into that design. So, what what's the process of liaising between the different groups to get something like that accomplished? It kind of well, it kind of, they can work independently of each other. So, I've got a hairdresser that I work with quite a lot, and she just says to me, "Whatever it is, I can make it work." So, 
So I'm like, oh, great. Um, so any professional hairdresser will be able to make anything work. And I've created some quirky pieces that have found their way into hair in ways that I wouldn't even imagine. <laughs> so um, I do kind of think, wow. But um, yeah, um, so I mean, the beauty of something like a hair vine um, is that it can be twisted into any shape you want. So it doesn't really matter about how you wear your hair. Um, but I'm not, I, I'm never really sure. I think if you've got an idea about what you're doing with your hair, then you've probably got an idea of where you want something to sit. If you've not got any idea, you can then adapt your hair around your hair piece. So I think it depends. Some people are all about the hair and then it's, it's the added accessory. Some people are more about, I want this incorporated in some way, do it for me and then we'll fit around it. So I think any hairdresser can work their magic with anything you have. But um, I think it just depends on, on where you're at in terms of, are you looking for the accessory or are you looking for the hair? And either way you can sort of make bits to fit um, but I think brides kind of fall into one category or the other in terms of whether it is it is just an extra detail or whether it is the detail. Yeah. I hope that cool. answers your question. Uh, yeah, it does, it does. Um, and sort of following on from that one then, if, if we've designed something and there is a, a sudden change in the, uh, in the way that the hair is going to sit on the day, how easy is it to adapt something into a different... Um, way of attaching it to your hair. You know, you showed us a few examples of that. Is that a very, yeah, very so cool process? It can be, yeah, it depends. I would say the only thing that makes it trickier is if it's wired onto hairpins or something and the bride decides she doesn't want it on hairpins. But a lot of the time I would probably, I would find a way of making it work or remake that piece and then add in where I needed to. But most things are really adaptable. Um, you can attach it to things on the ends, like I said, you can put ribbons on the ends. So there's lots of ways around it. And some of those can be done yourself and some of them can be done by coming back and just doing a few little tweaks. So it's all manageable. <laughs> cool, love it. 